Be Wealthy and Smart, Episode 109. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On this episode, we're going to talk about three ways for you to get savvier with money. And it's so funny, but a lot of times I talk with people and they tell me, that they will wait to learn about money when they get money. And to me, that's backwards. You don't want to wait to learn about money until you have money because you aren't attracting money until you have some knowledge about it, until you're interested in it. You might be missing all kinds of financial opportunities just because you're not savvy about money. So you definitely want to prepare for money before you get it. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I think of a financial quote, believe it or not, I do. And when I do that, I write it out on Instagram and I post it over there. So I'm going to share with what, with you one of these tips that I came up with in the middle of the night and shared on Instagram. It goes like this. Money is like a newborn baby. You have to prepare for it and learn about it before it arrives. If you wait until after it arrives to start making preparations, you're screwed. So I'll read that again. Money is like a newborn baby. You have to prepare for it and learn about it before it arrives. If you wait until after it arrives to start making preparations, you're screwed. Now that was kind of tongue in cheek and joking, but I, and full disclosure, I don't have any children, but I do have lots of friends and family who do. And I have seen the phenomenon that if you don't prepare for the baby before the baby comes home, it is kind of does mean that you're screwed. (laughs) And that is just that there's a lot to do, a lot of preparations to make, and it gets kind of complicated if you haven't done that in advance and you're trying to scramble and do that at the last minute. And honestly, sometimes people's money comes to them at the last minute. I mean, sometimes it comes to them through being a lottery winner or through an inheritance or maybe even a windfall from a lawsuit. So sometimes money can come in in a way that people don't expect. And when you haven't learned about it, then you're leaving yourself open to having to trust people 100%, which hasn't always worked out well for people or having to just rely on others, not having an informed opinion. These are all not good things in regard to money. So here's three things to get you savvier about money. Number one, you need to prepare by start to familiarize yourself with world economic knowledge. Now, before you get really bored and the eyes in your head roll back, I want you to know I'm just talking about getting the big picture, what we call the macro picture. And what you need to know is what is the government doing in regard to money? What is the International Monetary Fund doing in regard to money? What are central banks, the bankers for governments around the world doing with money? Well, we know right now that they're in a lot of debt, that they've created a ton of debt. And I think worldwide now it's about $120 trillion worth of debt. 
So there is an unbelievable amount of debt right now that you need to know about exists out there because that does impact you. Another thing about that is that the Federal Reserve, the Central Bank of the U.S., does make decisions about interest rates. And what are they deciding now? Well, they decided at the end of 2015 that they were going to be raising rates. So they raised rates a quarter point at the end of 2015. They were talking about raising rates a quarter point every quarter in 2016. And now the economy has slowed a little bit. It's declined by 0.2%, which isn't a lot. It's not a crash, but it is a gradual deceleration. When you raise interest rates, you are constricting the economy. You are taking money out of the economy. You're not putting money into it and adding liquidity. You're taking liquidity out of the marketplace. So that does tend to slow the economy. And if the economy is already slowing or heading into a recession, this can only exacerbate it. So you need to be aware, what's going on with the big picture? What is the Federal Reserve doing? And that's important for you to understand and to be following, especially in regard to interest rates, because not only does that impact the housing market, but it impacts all borrowing of any kind, because mostly those rates will be uh, tied in. And so any borrowing can tend to go up with the Fed. Probably the only thing that doesn't might be credit cards, typically, um, having been on their own little interest rate schedule. But otherwise, you need to know what is going on with the economy. Is it being helped or hurt by the Federal Reserve? Number two, what are the growth spots of the economy? Where are you seeing fast growth and why? So just notice around you, what are you noticing? I call this sleuthing, which is another word for being a detective. Um, in the VIP experience, we talk about sleuthing and watching what are you seeing? Well, it's, it's a new industry that's coming into play perhaps, or is it something in its infancy? We're watching a lot with technology changing. We're, we're seeing things with um, with immunology and with biotech, and there's all kinds of new science and new things that are coming out. There's disruptive technologies like Uber that's taking over the taxicab industry. There's Airbnb that's impacting the hotel industry. There's all kinds of disruptive things happening right now with these new technologies, and you want to be aware of what's going on and why. You want to be observing and noticing, and that can help your investing as well. You want to also notice, is there something that's been out of favor for a long time that's maybe coming back into favor? So maybe some natural resources have been out of favor, and now they're coming back into favor. Or what's going on with the price of oil? Why would that drop so low? And how is that impacting other green technologies and solar power and things like that? So you want to be observing the growth parts of the economy and see what's expanding because typically what's growing is what's also going to grow your money. So you wanna be really you know, understanding even in real estate, when you're looking at real estate, what's growing? Are you in a growth area? Is it a, a city that's expanding? Is it a city that new people are coming in to work and there's lots of jobs and things like that? So it's always coming back to growth. 
where you're going to invest and grow your money is in other things that are growing. So you want to be paying attention to those growth spots in the economy. And number three, you want to pay attention to what are you experiencing in your own buying behavior? How are you spending your money differently? And has it changed? Are you maybe not buying so much stuff anymore and you're decluttering, getting rid of things in your house and you're spending more money on experiences like maybe vacations or sporting events or musical events, concerts and things like that? Uh, Or are you spending more money on technology? Are you watching the big screen TV or are you moving away from the TV? I've really found that I didn't watch much television and I'm watching even less now that fun apps like Periscope have come up on my phone, which it's a free app you can download and it's live streaming. So for example, during the Super Bowl, uh, I got the idea that, hey, I I didn't really want to watch the Super Bowl ads so much as I wanted to know what's going on right there on the field. How are they setting up for the halftime entertainment. I wanted to kind of watch that and and be part of that as if I were there at the Super Bowl live. And so I could turn on the live streaming Periscope app and follow that and watch what was being set up on the field. So you can, you know, watch live stream shows all over the globe. You can learn entrepreneurial things or learn other cooking or whatever your interests are. There's all kinds of teaching going on on Periscope. It's really a fun app. And I found that a lot of my former television watching time, which again, wasn't much to begin with, but really now has been diverted to other things like Periscope. So you wanna notice changes in your own behavior. You want to notice how your money spending is changing. A lot of people I've talked about um, are leaving cable and are buying uh, Hulu and um, Netflix instead. So, you know, what are those buying patterns that are changing? And what are things that you want to, to take note of? What are brands that you're liking now? Are there new sportswear brands that you're buying Um, Those are the kinds of things you want to pay attention to. And that in and of itself, however, is not the only reason to invest in that investment. In other words, just because you have a new coffee maker that you really like doesn't mean that that's going to be a great company for you to invest in. That's just putting it on the short list before you can look for other things such as rising earnings and rising earnings at a rising rate that will show you whether it's a good stock or not. To invest in. So there's a lot of other things to consider, but I do want you to uh, start creating a short list from your own observations and get a cre- get an educated opinion about what's going on in the economy, what's going on uh, with the governments and central banks and interest rates, and what's going on with your own spending patterns. Those are really important things for you to notice. So for your homework, I'm going to suggest that you read Investor's Business Daily. Investor's Business Daily is my favorite publication for investors. It really narrows down a ton of information for you, and it gives you solid, solid information, not a lot of extraneous stuff like the Wall Street Journal. It gives you real concrete investment information and statistics, and It's also good for you to just gain that knowledge, just gain the education so that you are 
gaining expertise as the expert and not having to rely 100% on others. So besides reading Investors Business Daily, I also want you to research the G20 meeting this week. So the leaders of 20 nations, a group of 20, were meeting this week in Shanghai. And I want you to read up on why were they meeting and why were they talking about a global stimulus plan? Why is China's currency value important to the U.S.? And what impact did it have on the U.S. stock market when China slightly devalued its currency in August of 2015? These things actually do come to affect us directly. And those are things that I want you to study up on and pay attention to and start expanding your knowledge about money and get interested in money before it appears in your life. It'll make it show up for you a whole lot faster. That's all for this week. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.